Hey there, losers, and welcome back to Something Challenge Related. What am I doing in the house with these people? It's time to just bring the Barbie Beast back. Killer Cam is out now. I'm ready. Okay, so first off, if you haven't checked out the fantasy draft for All Stars, you definitely should. I have not done the first episode breakdown yet because the challenge has decided to air like eight seasons at once. So your boy is really juggling now with his full-time job. But the draft has a lot of good stuff in it. I have some friends who drafted some fantasy teams and a lot of them have never seen the challenge. So they were kind of picking players based off of kind of nothing, which is hilarious. So definitely check that out. Second, I can't believe I did not comment on the fainting of last week. That was hilarious. Excellent choreography, brilliant idea, all around impressed. <laughs> So today we're going to be talking about everything related to the 16th episode of The Challenge Double Agents, A Most Wanted Man. I think MTV is getting really lazy with these episode titles, which I guess that makes sense after you have like 45 episodes, but what is this even in reference to? I'm sure some like obscure spy film, but regarding the episode, who is the most wanted man? Kyle? It's not even a boy's day. Anyways, <laughs> there's going to be spoilers ahead, so keep that in mind as we tumble on in. Casey, I feel like she's the one person that would not blindside me. I do feel like she has my back, and hopefully no one will backstab me in this game when it comes to my big brother alliance. We started this room together, we're in the scene together. In this introduction section, we get two main things shaking down. One is everyone really beginning to assess their status in the game, both ally-wise and partner-wise. Kyle is nervous that he ended up paired with Amber B, both because he doesn't really have anyone who has his back, so it'd be more advantageous to be with a Nani or a Cam, but also because they're a new team, and she's the only rookie left in the game. Not to mention that Kyle just hates Big Brother, so that's kind of hilarious that he ended up with Amber. Cam is asking Kyle if he'd prefer an individual final, and y'all, this was really interesting to me because I've actually been curious if that's going to be what ends up happening in the end. They're really playing up this whole double agents theme, you know, the idea of turning on each other and shit, so I figure the final is either going to be individual, or maybe even a Rivals 3 final reckoning situation, where it's going to be individual but in partners, and then the winner can choose to take it all at the end. I kind of hope it's a solo final, only because for the girls, I really want Cam or Nani, and for the guys, I want Leroy, and I don't really foresee any combination of them partnering up, I guess contingent on the next elimination, so an individual final is really, I feel like, the most likely case of having both those people win. The second plot we're getting in the introduction section is a little Eye of the Tiger-style training montage with Big T and CT, which, okay, first of all, I noticed CT wasn't even also training. He was standing there drinking coffee wrapped in a blanket, like, bruh. Don't pretend you also shouldn't be doing some exercises as well. And second, I love how determined a big T is to win. This is exactly what I want in a challenger. I don't know if some of y'all have been keeping an eye on the cast spoilers for season 37, but it looks like big T's coming back. And I absolutely love the fact that she's becoming a challenge staple. She is just, she has the heart, the entertainment value, um, and she's, she is competitive. I mean, she is not a slouch. She bodied that elimination with Georgia, even though she left. She really trashed Anissa in Operation Fire Escape, and Amber's tough competition, and obviously we'll see how that went down, but she held her own. So the green lights activate, and there's a moment of silence, well, outside of like the blaring alarm, with our agents hoping to see like the final activated or something along those lines, but unfortunately it is just another daily challenge, which means it looks like we're not at the final yet, boys and girls. I think we both can agree that we don't want to see CT or Big T win. Yeah. We also don't want to see Kyle and Amber B win. Because we want to send them in yeah. against each other. Yeah. So today's challenge is called Global Domination. Our partners are going to be in these giant metal hamster balls and working together to roll over steam targets laid out on the ground over the playing field. This game will be played in two heats, with each having three teams on offense and two on defense. The defensive teams are trying to stop the offense from getting the targets. So because there's kind of an odd combination of pairs left, 
One team's actually going to get to go twice, and as last week's double agents, Casey and Leroy get to pick. This is a huge advantage. I'm surprised they dished it out this late in the game, instead of just kind of slightly tweaking the mechanics to accommodate how many pairs are left. I mean, obviously Casey and Leroy choose to go twice, and so our first heat has them, Fessy and Nani, and Big T and CT on offense, with Corey and Cam, and Kyle and Amber B on defense. This first heat really lays out our current political atmosphere. Kyle and Amber B are coming hard for Fessy, Nani, Leroy, and Casey, while Corey and Cam are basically only targeting Big T and CT. Basically, the two opposing sides of the house are quite literally trying to body the other teams out of getting the win. So in this first heat, Nani and Fessy absolutely crush it with 52 targets. And watching this round, y'all, I would be terrified in this challenge, especially if I was Nani in the ball with someone as large as Fessy. I mean, this shit is legit metal. Like, I'm rolling around in this death contraption with the big friendly giant. <laughs> I mean, we hit one wrong bump and I'm about to be looking like a Picasso painting. <laughs> so that's the end of our first heat. In our second heat, the offensive defense are flipped, except for Casey and Leroy, who get to be on offense a second time. Most of the defensive attention stays on Cam and Corey and Kyle and Amber B, which kind of lets Casey and Leroy just roll around. <laughs> They're just like loosely stopping, you know, taking a breath, waving to the fans. Stretching. <laughs> and even that being said, they still only barely took that heat with one target. Kyle and Amber B low-key killed that challenge. I was a little confused with what the defense was doing. I mean, you know, love Fessy and Nadi. I wouldn't say they're known for their high intellect. <laughs> so TJ lets us know that the top three teams are only separated by one target. The winners of the first heat, Nani and Fessy, the winners of the second heat, Leroy and Casey, and then also Kyle and Amber B. Um, and our winners of the whole challenge are, <laughs> to no one's surprise, Casey and Leroy. This is their fifth challenge win. I mean, again, I said this last episode, I'll probably be saying it next episode. This is the team to watch, y'all. And if I was one of the other competitors, I would be really keen on trying to split this team up. Even if I can't get them eliminated, it's advantageous to toss one of them into the next elimination, hoping that they'll get a switch. Could be me. Then those two teams with four people, the tie. Wow. So who's gonna break the tie? Maybe it'll be up to us as a double agent to break the tie. I don't know. Nani's with Fessy, so I really can't throw them in. And Corey's with Cam, so I really can't throw them in. The only teams that are left for me to really choose from to throw in is either Kyle and Amber B or CT and Big T. I'll throw in anybody other than my girl or Nani. So for one of the few instances in this entire season, we actually have a really interesting deliberation shaping up. Since Casey and Leroy won't be voting with the house since they're the double agents, that leaves a dead tie. Nani, Corey, Cam, and Fessy are planning on targeting Amber B and Kyle, while Kyle, Amber B, Big T, and CT plan on voting for Fessy and Nani. We haven't seen a tie this season, so there's a lot of speculation about what would happen. Would both teams go in? Would the double agents get to break the tie? There's a lot of interpersonal relationships that have been really playing a big role toward the end of this game. I mean, Cam, Leroy, Fessy, Nani, and Casey have kind of become this five-strong juggernaut, and anyone attached to them seems to be protected. But if those lines were to blur and people started to realign, it's going to be interesting to see how that shakes up the political dynamics. We don't get a lot from the Thunderdome tonight since our folks seem hyper-focused on politicking. I mean, people are stressing, y'all. Now that all the gold skulls are distributed and things are up in the air, people are not here to party, they are here to make it to the final. So after the party, Amber B is really taking Big Brother turning on her pretty personally, which Fessy and Casey don't really understand, but I get it. I mean, obviously they're in a tight spot right now, but I would definitely feel some type of way if someone is all up and down, like, you're my girl, I'm stoked we made it this far together, Big Brother till the end, then to turn around and be like, bye, you're a rookie, like, you're lucky to have made it this far, um, like, fuck off. <laughs> 
That being said, though, as annoying as Fessy and Casey can be, especially this season, I do get where they're coming from. There's really only so much they can do at this point. I mean, their hands are tied. Leroy and Casey will never vote Nani, and then they both have individual onuses to protect Cam and Fessy, respectively. We're pretty much deadlocked going into this deliberation, so let's see how this shakes out. Eight gold still sitting here, so this is not going to be an easy one. I know nobody wants to go in again. We know the math, and we see it. It's down to me and him. For some reason, it's more unsettling to be the hottest vote, I think. In the deliberation, Kyle and CT have this whole ordeal stage where CT is going to throw Kyle under the bus and throw a smokescreen, hoping that some people on the other side of the line will change their votes, and that way they'll hold the majority. They deserve an award for that performance, and by an award, I mean a Razzie, because I have literally never seen a less convincing performance in my entire life. Literally all Kyle did was open his mouth to laugh, and I immediately was like, this is so terrible. Like, you're on a reality TV show where you lie to each other for money, and this is the best you can produce? I mean, he was literally visibly covering his face because he was trying not to crack. Ugh, this man. He gives me heartburn. So the deliberation is really just talking openly about what we already know. There could be a tie, and no one knows what's going to happen if there is one. And while that may have gone as expected, it's the voting that really has the tea this section. So seven people vote exactly as we expected, against their respective opponents. Except for our king of snakiness himself, CT. His ass turns on his only ally, Kyle, because if it's a guy's day, he'd rather risk going against him than Fessy. That is just god, y'all. I hate how spineless CT is playing this season. I've said it before, I'll say it again, but how is anyone going to trust you in future games if you're turning on people like that? I, again, like this may not sound like it, but I really like rooting for CT. I was stoked when he won Rivals 2, I was stoked when he won Invasion. I mean, he's fun to root for, but this season in War of the Worlds 2, I just... It gives me such a headache. Like, he is playing such a scared game, and from someone who is such a challenge legend, I, you can't even attribute it to, like, being around for super long. I mean, look at Darrell. Darrell is very unafraid to do what he needs to do, but he does not turn on his allies like that. So yeah, Fessy may be a harder opponent, but the least you can do is try to protect someone who's been helping you this entire game. And he keeps referencing Kyle being a snake and, like, betraying him, but that has not happened yet. Like, this, there's been no major betrayal. So this is all like fictitious, I feel like he's trying to justify it to himself. All that being said, I do respect that he thinks Big T has a better chance against Amber B than Cameron Nani, but let's be real, I really think he was just protecting his own ass with this play. <laughs> if you're so scared of Fessy, why not just try and rally the votes against Cam and Corey? Corey's no slouch, but it would definitely be a more even match in elimination. And it's not like Amber B, Big T, and Kyle would not be down for that. I mean, none of them are allied with any of those people. So Casey and Leroy find out that CT flipped, but no tea comes from it because CT actually ends up telling Kyle himself, which I guess is the least he could do, so I do have some respect for that. Then we get some green flashing lights and we're into the crater. Really surprised to see the whole ball. Was not expecting that at all. Worst nightmare has come to life. It's so weird going up against one of your best friends because it's just like, I love you and you get to the final slash, I'm gonna kill you and beat your ass. <laughs> Amber's a beast. She does rugby, so, you know, I'm just going to try to remember everything that CT taught me and put that into play. As we're entering the crater, we see a good old-fashioned hall brawl, our third of the season. But instead of that janky-ass soccer ball version we saw in the Battle of the Ambers earlier this season, it's back to the classic. Your goal is to run through the hall, get through them, and reach the other side before they can. The best of three wins. I just love hall brawl, y'all. 
They could have a hall brawl for every single elimination, and I'd probably be very satisfied with the season still. <laughs> so Amber B and Kyle are called down as the victims of the house vote, and as expected, Casey and Leroy end up voting for Big T and CT. Then, after TJ's 50th snake eyes of the season, it's a girl's day, which gives us Amber B against Big T as our lock for the elimination tonight. I was really pulling for a double elimination, both because I would love to reach the final already because it just feels like the season's been airing for like 10 years, <laughs> but also because CT and Kyle in a hall brawl would have been iconic. Production, y'all really got us this time. So in the first time around, <laughs> that hit is hard. Amber B is no joke, y'all. I mean, Big T's strong, and Amber B just really clocked her. Then in the second round, you could see that kind of got to Big T's head. She was definitely still putting a lot of heart into it, but you could tell she was a little bit more scared than that first time. And Amber B just trucks her, winning the second round and protecting her golden skull, which officially, uh, sadly sends, in the words of Trixie Mattel when she's talking about Olivia Lux on Drag Race, our president of the United States and host of the Challenge Double Agents, Big T, is sadly on her way back to the States. Ugh, y'all, this was so devastating. I mean, Hall Brawl, that could not have been a worse elimination for Big T to be in. But she had such a fantastic showing this season, and I'm just really happy for her in the name she started to carve for herself. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm excited to see her come back, and hopefully she'll be even stronger, even more sparkly. So let's get a pop in, y'all. For the partner swap, Amber can either choose Kyle or CT or steal anyone else. And she decides to steal Fessy, which I think is actually a really smart play. I've told y'all, I don't think Fessy's necessarily, like, the partner to grab. There's obviously some comment to his athleticism, because he keeps getting stolen, but I also think there's a little bit of a political implication here. I mean, Amber B just knows that Fessy is in the majority alliance right now, and so if she's going down there, he's going with her. And I respect that. I think this late in the game, for a rookie to make such a big play to help their own safety is really admirable. This is going to really drastically change the dynamics of the game, because then Nani goes to pick Kyle, and that leaves CT rogue. So, for all we know, CT's in the final, uh, because he can't be voted as the next guy's elimination. And that is bad news bears for Kyle, because he is gonna be easy pickings. And that's really interesting to me that Nani didn't choose to protect Kyle. I guess she didn't want to risk getting stuck with CT in the final, which I kind of get. I don't know if I'd want to run the final with CT. I'm hoping that helps me live my Nani Leroy fantasy, because if Kyle and Nani go in, maybe there's going to be a little partner swap situation happening, which I would die for. <laughs> but yeah, that was a pretty, pretty big shift uh, in the political dynamics of the game. So it was exciting to see Amber B make that move, and excited to see Kyle and Nani back together. But I'm so fucking annoyed that CT is safe now. Ugh, but, you know, can't win them all. So with that, let's slide on into the awards. For those of you who are new to the show, I give out four awards each episode. Worst moment, best moment, best quote, and player of the episode. The worst moment for me was the advantage in the challenge. I understand early in the season when you win a previous challenge, you oftentimes get an advantage that carries on to the next challenge, but with only five pairs left, letting a team go twice is huge. I mean, Casey and Leroy would not have won this challenge without that advantage, and I think it was a little bit unfair. I think that there should have been some sort of shift in how the game was played to make it so that no one got to go twice, but that's just me. Maybe I'm just jaded, y'all, because this season's just been so long. I think the best moment was the political setup of this episode. Kind of like I mentioned earlier, I feel like we haven't gotten a lot of really juicy political drama this season. There's been a lot of really unclear alliances, things really shifting around, uh, the steady constant of Big Brother versus Devin or whatever nonsense that always was. And so it was nice to see a situation where, you know, there could have been a tie, and that would have been all kinds of drama. And even like CT switching on Kyle, as annoying as that was, you know, at least we got a little bit of tension, you know, a little backstabbing, some juice, you know? That's all I want right now. I want some juice. <laughs> 
The best quote is when Amber B's talking about her switching to Fessy and is like, well, now if you have to say my name, you're going to have to press that button and your face is going to be right on it. I was like, yes, Amber B. You, you stand up for yourself, girl. Get Fessy down there. So the player of the episode for me was Amber B. I mean, her second elimination win as a rookie, she made a really big political play by stealing Fessy from Nani, and she had a really strong showing in the challenge today with Kyle. So all around, she's just been doing a really good job this season, and I kind of wanted to, I feel like this episode kind of epitomized that a little bit. I feel like there was a lot of focus on her plot with Darrell, and so now she's kind of trying to find that independence, and I think it's really working. There's only one honorable mention this week, and y'all already know who it is. (laughs) Big T, I love her so dearly. She made this season for me. She will always be a challenge champion in my heart. But for real, like, (laughs) jokes aside, she is exactly who I want to see on this show. And I am so sad to see her go, but I'm so excited for what's to come in her future. So I'm pretty sure we just have one elimination before the final, y'all. And that's gonna be crazy. And that might mean that all the girls are in the final, which would be Amber B, Casey, Nani, and Camp. And then maybe the guys will be fighting it out for that last spot. I could totally see TJ being slick and pulling some sort of purge. But yeah, I think we're almost there. So I'm excited to ride that out with y'all. And as a reminder, check out my All-Stars Fantasy Draft. I'll be doing some breakdowns of that as well, as well as a mid-season check-in and a post-season check-in. But with that, as always, take care of yourself. Hopefully we'll see you in the future, all right?